You're listening to Thinker What Works podcast. Today, a successful entrepreneur making a difference in the sport of tennis. You're listening to the Thinker What Works podcast. I'm your host, Jason Todd, with my capable co-host, Alex Gary. And today we are here with John Torrance. He is a serial entrepreneur for quite some time. It's been a pleasure talking with him already off of this podcast. Uh, But today, specifically, we're going to talk about transforming tennis uh, and what that means to, to him and to the Rockford area. I met John, oh gosh, a couple of years ago uh, at a Transform Rockford event, and his name jumped out at me because I remembered that John was a champion tennis player at it was Rockford West, right? Yes. Uh, right. Rockford West High School back in the 70s. <clears throat> Sorry if I'm dating you there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not 1870s. <laughs> not, sure. <laughs> no. At least. <laughs> so, yeah, a three-time, three-time conference champion. And then we were talking earlier this week, and he told me about transforming tennis, which I think is interesting in that um, you're taking a passion of yours and trying to use it for good. So... First of all, where are you on this uh, organization? So in Transform uh, Tennis, uh, about two, two, two and a half years ago, uh, there was an article in the Rafa paper with uh, a striking picture of the Guilford tennis courts uh, with huge cracks. And um, it was uh, you know, a metaphor for what was going on in Rockford. And uh, and also strikingly for uh, what was going on with uh, the tennis in in Rockford, um, and people who weren't involved in tennis uh, uh, talked to me about that as well. And what you know, how did we get into that sh- that position where our premier tennis facility, you know, uh, that was a central facility for for a lot of events. Uh, was in total disrepair. In fact, they closed five of the 14 courts. And so that kind of set, uh, you know, kind of set you off and, and uh, with other people being interested. In, and uh, I was in getting involved with Transform Rockford. And, um, you know, I thought, you know, we really need to do something about that and um, turn it around. If we're going to be a community top 25, uh, you know, with the whole spokes, a lot of areas in Rockford need to improve, and this is this is one that that also, um, from perspective of just viability and uh, vitality of the community, um, a sport like that, you know, affects economic development and affects health, it affects well-being, it affects a lot of things that are just part of the integral part of the whole community, and so every little bit helps. So. We decided uh, to gather people together, and we got uh, Park District, uh, Webbs Norman helped us. Uh, uh, we got School District. We got people who were involved in uh, um, sports, people in tennis, uh, uh, community leaders to involved to say, you know, what, what can we do? And so we designed um, a model a little like around Transform Rockford. Where we started out, we created values. We used some of the values of Transform Rockford. We used um, a mission statement. We developed uh, a whole kind of strategy overall uh, for what we wanted it to be um, and why we wanted it and why it might be important. And so then we divided it into various uh, teams, just like Transform Rockford. We had a team, um, operations team, a facilities team, a programs team, a communications team, 
which involved internal uh, communication within the community and external uh, communications outside, and a funding team. You know, how are we going to fund the things that we want to do? So we got people around into those teams and, and some leaders and uh, went through that process and eventually um, came up with projects and those various things. And, and then one of the projects was to uh, develop an operations method, uh, which started uh, a community tennis association we call Rally Rockford Tennis Association with a logo and stuff. And that is a community tennis association under the United States Tennis Association. And that's going to be our operating method to move forward with a lot of these things. We started that in June. And uh, um, our first, uh, some of our first steps were to actually put some programs together. Um, and so we did some things in the summer with the USTA we had some uh, a junior team tennis that we started uh, where we had kids around to form teams and played. We had a, a tournament uh, that actually uh, was a men's tournament. was like a city's tur- city tournament. We used to have a big city tournament in Rockford where people all com- got together and had all sorts of events, and that was a big thing, and that died away. And so we're sort of the seeds of that. And... Um, and so we uh, wanted to see how we how it work partnering with the USTA, and how that we also uh, got a grant uh, to um, put on all twenty eight uh, courts uh, what's called a short court lines. It's called ten and under tennis. It's a special format where the courts are designed to have a, a short net, and um, it. And then kids can play very easily. It's a, they use a big foam ball and small rackets, and you can get out and, and use it. It's, it's transformed tennis in the whole uh, nation um, and actually made tennis from 2000 to 2012 the fastest-growing traditional sport uh, in the country. Wow. Can we take a quick step back? Because sure. I'm sure pr- most of our, our listeners are probably Rockford area, but right. some probably might not be. So Transform Rockford, which you're talking about, was an organization started here in Rockford, I think in 2013, uh, with the goal to make Rockford one of the 25 uh, best communities in America. Mm-hmm. Now, there's no you know rankings that you can sit there and go, but basically Rockford has a number of problems, high crime rate, high tax rate, um, low education rate, uh, stagnating economy. And then the one you're talking about today, and, and you're working with, on the, the economic sector with Transform Rockford, but what you're talking about today is health. And Winnebago County is the, it was ranked 87th out of 102 counties uh, in the latest um, Illinois health rankings. Hmm. So obviously it's something we need to address. 34% of adults are obese uh-huh. in this county. Yeah. So one thing that we talked about is you're a serial entrepreneur, right? Can you go, you know, Real quickly, go take us through some of the businesses that you've started. Okay. And, you know, which ones are still sure. around and which ones didn't. Because <laughs> the, the follow-up question will be, what from that background has helped you build this organization? Sure. Well, uh, 1985, uh, not 1885, again, 1985, uh, I started uh, from scratch a business brokerage business where we help people buy and sell businesses. Our main clients were, were, were sellers. And that time, that industry was just starting to, to grow. And uh, I actually wanted to stay in Rockford. And 
Uh, and that was one way to do that with small businesses. If you go into larger businesses and mergers and acquisitions, I was I would have gone to St. Louis or Chicago with some firms that I decided just to do that here, um, and built that business um, over over uh, years. Actually, kind of got out of around 2010, 2009 with the recession, and that was just doing it myself. Um, but we uh, went also into uh, franchise brokering, so we were working with franchises, uh, major franchises, and finding locations for them and, and, and people to get into that. We started office there in, in uh, Chicago. That was a separate operation that didn't succeed, so we got out of that. Um, and that was a separate entity. And then I also uh, was an investor in, in, in a, when the Internet age was going on websites. And putting a website together cost thousands and thousands of dollars just to put a, a little What did you invest together. in? What was, what was well, it was, it, was a co- it was a company that was actually going to make websites for companies. And, um, and it was, you know, it was around that 2000 bubble. Mm-hmm. And uh, turns out, it, just like any startup kind of thing, it takes a lot longer to get things done than you think, <laughs> and we sort of ran out of cash flow and 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 whatnot. So, um, so yeah, so th- that was that was something uh, uh, ex- as well. But in 1998, we bought um, uh, a chain of uh, steak escape restaurants. Uh, they're operating already, and mm-hmm. I was in the business of buying and selling and. And one of the golden rules that we had was never buy a restaurant. Uh, so I just, <laughs> right. I really blew that one. Uh, so uh, got into that, and the first three years um, were very challenging with the management and 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 whatnot when we did it. Um, but uh, so we did that. We we still own those. We sold, ended up selling one during the recession, uh, and um, still operate those. And then. Uh, uh, and then uh, gradually got out of the the brokerage business, um, and I've gotten involved in a lot more uh, volunteer. Yeah, stuff. so you've been in and out of a lot of different styles of business. Yeah, how does that help in trying to put together an organization like this from scratch? Because it seems like you got to find a lot of partners, and you got to find people willing to invest. So, what from your business career has helped you? I think uh, it, it, you know most people won't probably say this as entrepreneurs, but I, I you know I got my MBA. And um, that actually, because I hadn't had any business uh, acumen before that, just the tools, accounting, strategic thinking, tactical thinking, and what and not. And then I worked a little bit, and th- those kind of tools. Uh, I'm I, I'm kind of a macro guy. I like to see markets. I like to see what's happening with them and stuff. And so to have a pulse of a market and see what are the key key strengths and weaknesses and what the needs are. Um, but then when you actually get into business. And you do it, then there's some actual people skills, and you know you're the real thing. You got to get it done. But I think kind of having a feel for industries and what are some general plays and strengths and things that happen actually uh, help to get in a different type of business because you can analyze that kind of business in that industry different. So when I went from you know different industries, and when I was working with companies to help them set up and and sell. You know, you, you see a lot of businesses, and you get a little di- different feel for what, what is needed. So I think that's been helpful, just the kinds of businesses I've been in, to get a sense of, uh, of uh, you know, what it takes. And then once you're actually in it, it's like doing push-ups, you know. You, you just got to do a lot of push-ups and, and learn from them. 
Now, this transforming tennis, uh, I've been looking at a brochure thing. It says the process is modeled after Transform Rockford. Now, obviously, you've got a lot of business acumen uh, and you know successes and failures, which teach you quite a bit. Uh, and then now you're modeling off, mo- modeling your your uh, tennis organization off of another's you know, uh, a successful organization and sure. a process. Yeah. Um, how, how are you, how are you combining your, your business acumen and the transform Rockford model, uh, into what is now this transforming tennis thing and, and where are you seeing that going? Well, the, the, I think the transform Rockford process and structure helped us get it started and, and get a sense of, where we wanted to go and what's needed and what's what 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 we'll do to benefit and why the heck we're, we do this and why it's valuable, I think we're now in the process of sort of operations of trying to get through. And I think Transform Rockford's in the same place right now with our projects. Is okay now. Let's try and find ways to get this done. And uh, because in Transform Rockford, it's people in Transform are actually doing a, a lot of it. It's the right. experts who are out there that you've got to uh, get involved and work together, break those silos. And this is the exact same thing. So you're kind of managing this process and then utilizing other people's skills and their um, the experts like you talk about. Well, that's the to, goal. Okay. Um, because, okay. for instance, we partner with a park district. This park district has uh, maybe 90, 90 courts, tennis courts out there, yeah. mm-hmm. and they have programs. Um, same with the school system has uh, tennis programs right now. Uh, with the, uh, They started a middle school program. And so we were trying to support those things. So mm-hmm. we're looking at gaps, where mm-hmm. the gaps are. All these people that are doing that, there's private clubs, um, there's country clubs, there's outreach uh, done by the park district for, to reach kids in the summer programs and stuff. And so we're kind of looking at all these different things going on. And then facilities. You know, the, the park district and the, the school district have their facilities. Right. And they're partnering on that now with agreements. And um, and we're looking at all those things and saying, okay, where are the gaps? Where, mm-hmm. what, what needs to get done to make this work? And then how can we work with these organizations? Or do we have to do it on our own? Or, you know, what do we have to do to get it done? Because um, we can't do it ourselves. You know, right. we're just... And I think that's true of uh, Transform Rockford. And I, I think it's true of... Most of the organizations mm-hmm. in in uh, in our community or other communities is that they will they will ultimately fail if there isn't a, a public board, so to speak, mm-hmm. or a public uh, oversight group that is actively involved in saying, you know, where are you going with this? And mm-hmm. and that's what happened with tennis. Uh, at one time. Uh, we had a pretty good organization, community-wise, that worked with the Park District. They had a pretty strong programs um, at uh, uh, Guilford. They had outreach programs going right. to the neighborhood courts. Um, and the community part of it, sort of volunteer part, pro, pro part of it, sort of faded. And pretty soon it was just the Park District on its own. Okay. And that's not going to work. And it and it didn't. And it uh, all sorts of things, bad things have happened Um with that because we didn't have community that was right involved there. Which is one of my thoughts because right, right out of the gate you mentioned that, you know, they had to close a certain number of courts. Uh, but Rockford has a really strong commitment and investment really in sports and particularly youth sports. And so, mm-hmm. you know, what what made tennis uh, kind of that um, 
that sport that didn't get the investment, it, they're, they're, right. it, it, wasn't, it wasn't looked at right. uh, kind of with the scrutiny that other sports were looked at. What happened? Well, I, I, uh, I think it's sort of, in general, it's what I sort of described, and that mm-hmm. is there was not a community of people uh, overseeing that and saying, you know, hey, we need to get on this, uh, and what are we doing? What are we sort of let the, the public entities take over and run with it, and we got lax. And right. if that that's not gonna if, if if that happens, then you know you're in trouble. Uh, when you when I mentioned that tennis grew, the fastest traditional sports about thirty one percent study from two thousand two thousand twelve, um, in participation. Uh, and I told people uh, in you know people locally about that as we were doing this uh, uh, strategic process. You know, people look at you like are you. you that you're crazy. Tennis is dying. Tennis is dying. There's, it's not growing. <laughs> right. How could it be growing? And uh, so it, we get kind of we're not looking outside to the whole world and saying, "Hey, let's what's going on out there?" Yeah. You know. And so that's where a community uh, organization really needs to say, "Look at look what they're doing uh, in Florida. Look what they're doing, you know, in uh, Chicago with a, a junior what's called a, a national junior team league for its education for for minorities and stuff. You mm-hmm. know, look what's going on, and with the uh, ten and under tennis, which is a program which has uh, helped young right. kids." get out there with a short court that I told you about. Look what's happening in uh, what's called cardio tennis, where they're getting millennials involved in exercise and tennis at the same time. And, hmm. and so growing, those two things themselves have helped tennis uh, grow. And, you know, there are there are people, you know, aware of that and, and, and doing some of that, but it's not really all over the whole community right. um, that way. So I think and that's probably a model for some other things going on in, in the community, too. And it's what Transformed Rockford's all about. And it sounds to me like then what you're talking about is kind of an, aware, an issue of awareness. Yes. The first part is awareness. And then make your organizations that are doing those aware of those things. Yeah. That's certainly a big part of it. And I think that whole process in Transform Rockford is to look at, you know, health you know, look at all the numbers, mm-hmm. look at all the metrics and say, you know, where are we? And then what do we need to be to be top 25? And then then how do we get there? And that was the same thing here. Um, and um, so, but then after the awareness, then you've got to do the work to try to make it happen mm-hmm. um, and find ways to make that happen as possible. And that's kind of where we are right now. Um you know, we're in jeopardy of losing the five courts at, at Guilford. They they did the nine courts the school district did with the funding they had for all the projects. And then okay. the park district could all, funded maybe about 20% of that. And there's no money for the, the other five courts right now. And so so what is, are they just sitting there unused? or Well, they're, we, just, they're just in disrepair. They close them and they're disrepair. Right. And um, we actually have uh, some guys uh, on our team that are have worked to figure out a way if we can patch them ourselves. Yeah, it's some seniors out there who are retired and they're out there on their hands and wow. knees put doing. It. If you look at court two next mm-hmm. to it, we've worked with the park district. They put on uh, these tiles, plastic tiles, out there to see if we could do that as a as a as a measure. And we're tested those over the over the winter and stuff. So we're trying to do some stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, ultimately, and then one of our facilities group is looking at central facilities. You know, if we could have a central facility 
Where would it be? What it would look like? What money would it take? What and, do you mean by central facility? Well, one big facility that has a lot of courts, mm-hmm. sort of like they do with sports score. You know, right. have one place where people can congregate. You can have uh, more events. You can also be part of uh, the movement in Rockford to make Rockford a sports city mm-hmm. and bring more more events in it. And and look at that. Um, and that I might have, be at some other location. I, I haven't looked at the the data on. Uh, accommodations and entertainment and you know it doesn't get a lot of pub Mm -hmm. but over the last 20 years if there's one segment of the economy that steadily has been creeping up it's accommodations and entertainment Mm -hmm. and sports is among that right right because we've invested in the basketball gyms we've invested in the two sports core facilities right so uh, when you when you raise these kind of talks with the people that could get this done what kind of response do you get well, I, I uh, there, some of the, some of the tennis people are actually pretty frustrated because when we look at the investment done in tennis uh, for facilities over the years, it's been very minimal, and these courts have been in disrepair. On the other side, that um, they're looking at and saying, well, the, you know, the programs aren't there. We don't see kids out there playing. We don't see people out there playing. Tennis is dying, uh, you know, and, and the, the park district programs have about the same amount of kids, and they outsource it to a private company to run. And, you know, so it, it, you kind of have this, this, this uh, discussion about, you know, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Is it, is it because they're not investing in it and we aren't don't have those sort or is it because you know nobody want it, wants to to play tennis you know mm. uh and it's a dying sport kind of thing so um and uh, so uh but my feeling is you know you look at the numbers nationwide and what's going on um there are the older older ages aren't because of uh, infirmities and stuff you see pickleball coming on and stuff but there are places in the country where they're doing the short court and doing things and and, and stimulating and, that and getting people involved so do you think that maybe some degree it's a self-fulfilling prophecy if you if you tell people that's yeah, a dying sport it becomes a dying sport and if you say no it's a growing sport it becomes a growing sport i think that certainly could be i mean you if you want it to grow you want to say that you mm-hmm. know of course you want to use facts but right because who you, wants to be involved in right. a sport that's dying exactly yeah, yeah. that's a perfect point um well, but and there's other challenges. I mean, the park district is really short of money right now. Sure. You know, they don't have the money to yeah. do that. And uh, which is interesting because you talk about you know you've got people out there, you know, helping to patch these courts. And so you're talking about com- community uh, involvement, right? right? And and so so you've identified that you have the community involvement. Uh, where there is a gap, maybe in public or private funding, and now all of a sudden the community comes together and says, "No, we want to support this." Yeah, and then they become engaged, right, in what you're what you're trying to do. Are you seeing a? Are you seeing? Uh, uh, I guess when we look at engagement, what do you, what do you see in terms of community engagement? And are you seeing maybe a difference in how uh, maybe different ages are engaging with your right. uh, your project? Well, I, I, that's an excellent question because that that leads us to where we are. How do uh, you know? And this is, this is something that I think is important in all this thing with Transform Rockford and anything that's in our in our society today, uh, with what's going with the you know people's lives and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. How do you engage people in in volunteer stuff? Yeah. And how uh, you know how do you get them excited about it? And how do you engage them? And, and at what level uh, do you do that? Um, 
And that's kind of where we are. I mean, I, I think it's sort of the, the power of pull, <laughs> you know, that you've got to gotta work. Yeah. It can't be a top-down thing, and we've got to find a way to use that and organize to get people involved. Mm-hmm. They, people, um, I think, are interested in it, but they're not going to, you know, take 10 hours, 20 hours of their week to, to get involved in it right. and stuff. And we do have some people doing that, sure. you know. Um, but we need to get, you know, everybody, everybody is more more people involved. We're, we're right now looking at uh, uh, setting up a, a pilot program maybe with, uh, with a school um, and, and a grant, and then we'll need volunteers where we'll put uh, start doing tennis and PE classes. Oh, nice. And um, using a short court and, uh, and stuff. Because one of the nice things about tennis, which is, is nice, it's not only a lifetime sport, but it's a sport that kids can start in real easily at the short court. And it, you know, it is an individual sport, so they, they have to learn. There's not just the eye-hand and, you know, physical coordination. There's also the psychological thing. You know, there, there's a lot of strategy and tactics in it. There's honesty with line calling. There's uh, challenges with, uh, you know, losing and then ongoing, you know. And, and it happens right away. It's like yeah. ping pong. It happens right away. And right. what are you going to do about it, you know? And so it's a great character builder. And the other thing is it's not as much a team sport, although, you know, it is in high school but when you have doubles you have a partner you've got to work with that partner oh, right, sometimes yeah. they're worse and better and right. then, so how do you handle that and kids have a challenge with that so For you sure. know i think there's a there's a huge there's a lot of benefits uh with sports for kids, mm-hmm. you know, to develop character and develop uh, skills to be resilient and 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 think for themselves uh, and develop confidence. Mm-hmm. I really just have one more question. Yeah. It's kind of an observation and then a question, and that is, you can usually tell what people are passionate about by the tone of their voice. Yeah, and you've had a long business career, but when we start talking tennis. You become animated. <laughs> yeah, he perks believe- up. You can't. You can't. Our listeners yeah. can't yeah. see it, but he perks up, and all of a sudden, yeah. like, I, I think you can hear it. I think you can hear it. I can hear it. And so, do you think your whole business career has really just been a prelude to prepare you for this role? I I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, my always my goal now is is to add value in whatever I'm doing, and uh, in our. Uh, in our uh, restaurant business, our, our hospitality business, uh, the thing I get excited about is uh, trying to help our uh, cast members, our employees, we use the theater theme, mm. uh, be successful. And I get excited about that, and I get excited about them doing that uh, by in building their success muscles by helping their guests, their, our customers, you know, have a great experience. And so it's all win-win. So I get excited about that part. I'm not as excited about the food part as much. Oh, we have great food, you know, and and that's held us up. I get excited about the people part of it. And uh, and um, in our business, we've that's helped us stay afloat and be be where we are, is by our managers learning that and then learning how to try and get their people to follow through with that, you know, mission. So uh, you know, chance in every every business is like that, you know. So uh, I've I've got one one question uh, here here to close us off, but but out of curiosity here, where where can our listeners find one of your restaurants? Oh, okay, ours. Uh, <laughs> they got to drive. It's called Steak Escape. Yeah, SteakEscape.com. dot yep. com, and um, we're on Facebook too. And and one is at Westtown Mall in Madison. We're in Madison in yeah. malls. 
uh, and one in in Southridge Mall in yeah. uh, in Milwaukee, and the other is at Mayfair Mall in Milwaukee, and the two largest, probably the largest malls in in there. So awesome. we could we could have a back sometime to talk about the the future of shopping malls. <laughs> But wow! <laughs> right. Wow! So give well, me another time. Some other oh time. my gosh! Wow, that's a deep one. <laughs> We're yeah, gonna, yeah. We'll have to double wow. up our time. Wow. So what? What? Uh, what do you need now? Where? What do you need now? If our, if our listeners are, are thinking about um, potentially getting involved in this uh, transform tennis, where are you at with these? What, what would you be asking for for our listeners uh, to engage in with you right now? Well, I uh, we have a Facebook uh, okay. Rally Rockford Tennis Association, and. Um, uh, they would get us in touch with us that way. Um, uh, we're we're looking. We have a database of about 440 people right now that we send information out to, and get involved. And who are uh, either that that are interested in helping the community yeah. better. And so we'll we'll need people with the the volunteer. Mm-hmm. Uh, in and they and they don't even have to know how to tennis because we'll train them because a lot of this in uh, uh, having kids do this is really about organization and help kids have fun and it's not really it's real easy um, anybody can pick up tennis racket now today with a short court strategy and mm-hmm. learn to start to have fun right away sort of like ping pong and uh, so um, that that would be that would be the way. Awesome. Well, John, uh, pleasure having you here. Thanks. Uh, thanks for chatting with us about your entrepreneurial journey yeah. and then what's going on with Transform Tennis. Uh, to our listeners, uh, visit stakeescape.com in one of the malls. I think it was Westtown Mall, Southridge Mall, or Mayfair Mall up in Wisconsin. Uh, and then visit also Rally Rockford Tennis Association on Facebook uh, if you're interested in volunteering. Again, thanks, John. Thank for you. For being with us. Thank you.